Hey guys, welcome to Get Life Podcast Kunai. Today we're not reviewing an anime. And you're like, Bish, why, man? You reviewed anime, why are you not doing that more? It's mainly because at the moment, this whole coronavirus situation is kind of put us a little bit off schedule. We have episodes coming up. So our Oremo episode will be out later this month. In the meantime, we have a special recording with Jordan Dash Cruz. Jordan, say hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. So, Jordan, for those who don't know you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure, sure. Uh, well, my name's uh, Jordan Dash Cruz, as as you said. Um, I'm a voice actor uh, for Funimation. Uh, I do voice, uh, you know, the anime characters. Um, I also do a little bit of video game stuff and a little bit of on-camera stuff as well. Um, I live in Texas, hence, you know, voice acting for Funimation, because Funimation's in Texas. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. I, I, I love it. Um, I love the fans. I love the shows that we're able to do. Uh, anime has always been a pretty big part of my life. Um, for at least the last maybe eight or so years. Hmm. Um, so being able to work in an industry that, you know, kind of helped inspire, uh, you know, me is, uh, is really, really cool. Not gonna lie, it's it's uh, it's pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> Good to hear, and we'll kind of get into that and how you started in a moment. But before we do so, we'll jump into our disclaimer. Usually, it's Kevin that does the disclaimer, but Kevin's not here at the moment, unfortunate. Um, so I'll do it instead. So for you new folks, Get Life Podcast Kunai is a monthly anime discussion podcast under the Get Life Group. Due to the nature of our discussions, we can't avoid spoilers for the show that we're discussing. For the shows that are based off existing pieces of work, whether it's manga, light novel, or any other media form, we're not covering the source material. And we can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to recommend a show for us to watch and make an episode of Kunai 4, send us your suggestions on Twitter at GetAlivePodcast, or you can just simply leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. If you like what we do and you want to support the show directly, make sure you support our sponsors. Go to www.getalivepodcast.com forward slash japan crate use the code galp for three dollars off your awesome box of japanese candy that gets sent to you every month it's amazing go and check it out additionally if you really want to watch anime if you're a really big fan of anime as i would imagine you guys are listening to this um be sure to check out and support our sponsor crunchyroll so go to crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai for a 14 day free trial of Crunchyroll Premium. They've got over 2,000 anime already ready to watch. And finally, our final sponsor, a new one, JList. If you love all things Japan, if you want to get some stuff imported from Japan, whether that's import games or Japanese goods, like a kotatsu. If you wanted a kotatsu in your house, we've seen it in anime all the time. If you wanted one of those, you can buy it from JList. Go to www.gallifepodcast.com forward slash JList. And use the code GALP for 5% off on everything on JList, including pre-orders. So if you want to get yourself some anime figurines, you can. If you want to get anything from Japan, go to JList. Anyway, back to the conversation at hand. Jordan, I just want to know how you got into voice acting, because it's such a unique job. Not many people do it. 
not many people have the ability to do it. It's a it's a pretty interesting uh, story, to be honest with you. So as I said, uh, anime has kind of been a big part of my life for like the last like eight or so years. I'm uh, I'm 29, so eh, you know about 21, 22 is kind of when I quote unquote discovered it. Uh, which is pretty late in the game, hmm. you know. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they were already watching like Toonami as like kids and everything, but I didn't have cable. I was an actor in high school, um, and it was something that I didn't know I was going to enjoy. Uh, it was something that I was like, hey, you know, let me go ahead and give it a shot. And after high school, um, you know, I had some people saying, oh, well, why don't you pursue acting? But you know, I was thinking, you know, I was young at the time, so I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't know if I can really make a living with acting. Um, so maybe I should just get a quote unquote real job and uh, see how that turns out. And uh, a buddy of mine, you know, fast forward a couple years, he was a huge, huge anime buff. Um, absolutely loved anime. I mean, this guy has figures beyond figures, you know. He kind of introduced me to anime. I remember hearing the English voice, uh, the English voice acting, uh, particularly I would say Crispin Freeman, who's a voiceover legend. And I remember thinking, man, you know, this is really cool. Like, I would love to get into this, you know? Um, this is, you know, a lot of fun, or at least, it, you know, it seems like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I, 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 think, I, I think I can do this. Uh, so from there, you know, just bought myself a microphone, um, you know, started you know doing little like fun things you know online um like indie projects and uh just little things like that met some really cool people and we just kind of connected and then i want to say in 2016 i kind of made the decision of hey i really want to pursue this as a career like i don't want this to just be a hobby anymore uh, I really want to do this. So from there, I moved, just, you know, picked up my stuff, moved to Texas. I, I'm originally from Florida. And, you know, like, like that's that's pretty much just how it started. Um, I took a lot of classes when I got here, was able, again, to just meet really, really wonderful people in the industry. And it was one of those things where I feel it was kind of just being in the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? Where... Uh, you kind of weren't expecting someone to take notice and they did and they gave you an opportunity. And at that point, you know, you just have to say, well, if I've been given this opportunity, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna do what I can to really impress and really show, you know, hey, I, I, I belong here. I would hope that that's what happened because <laughs> I'm still getting work. So <laughs> it was just, like I said, it was just one of those things where you know, I, I I had a goal in mind, and I, I told myself, I said, I'm I'm gonna do what I can to, to to achieve this, and you know, thankfully, it's been something that I have continued to do for the last four years. So, I mean, it's very interesting because you're you're relatively new to it in comparison to you know the the voice mm. acting legends of past, right? So yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's kind of weird me saying that, but at the same time. It was I found it very interesting that you're not from Texas, right? So why did you decide to, to move to Texas as opposed to going to LA? Because I know there's a lot of 
voice actors living in LA and they're doing a lot of, you know, anime dubs and stuff. So why Texas specifically? Was it because of Funimation or? Uh, well, that's actually, um, it's very interesting. Um, the original plan was actually to go to Los Angeles for me. Um, there was a buddy of mine, um, Jalen Cassell, who uh, he's done a lot of stuff out there in LA and I want to say he's directing stuff now too. Hmm. Um, but uh, I had been, you know, friends with him for for a while. He's he's one of the people that I actually met, you know, online when when we had first started. The plan was to go to Los Angeles. The reason why I chose Texas, uh, one obviously the uh, cost of living is a little bit cheaper, <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, I I was going through a choice uh, in my life, and it was, do I want to go to Los Angeles or do I want to go to Texas? Because um, Funimation was also an option for me. I remember what kind of swayed my decision was like for for me personally, I'm a I'm you know religious. I'm I'm a Christian, and I went to a church retreat months before I made the decision. And it was funny because the pastor of the retreat, uh, who was a former uh, member of the church that I went to, he had moved to Texas. And he was now the youth pastor of a church that I had wanted to go to in Texas. So when he told me like, oh, hey, like I didn't realize that we had like Funimation at, you know, in Texas, in Flower Mound. I, I work at a church in Flower Mound. And when he told me that, I was kind of like, oh, well, I think that that's the choice right there then. You know, like that's like easy for me. Which, you know, at the end of the day, I, I definitely think it was the right choice um, because I've met so many wonderful people just here in Texas and, you know, have gotten so many opportunities that I don't want to say I wouldn't have gotten in L.A., but, you know, I feel I, I just feel at home here, you know? It's a very unique case, you know? It, it seems as if the stars aligned for you to go to Texas specifically. <laughs> Would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> I often think about it and it still baffles me that things just worked out in a way that I could have never imagined that they would have worked out. One thing that I wanted to know is that once you got into Texas and once you got yourself mm -hmm. settled in, how long did it take you to get into the industry? As in, you know, first audition, first role, and did you find it quite easy? Or was it like a lot of rejections at first and a lot of like harsh criticism? Or did you just get in and just go through the doors and you're like, yes, I made it? <laughs> um, it uh, unfortunately wasn't like that. Um, I, uh, I So I had moved to Texas in 2016 and I, like I said, you know, I took a couple classes, met a couple people, uh, and my first, uh, I guess, anime role, quote unquote, uh, wasn't even for Funimation. It was for Okratron for uh, Black Butler, Book of the Atlantic. I had done some Walla for that. Um, and how I got in was uh, one of my coaches, Terry Doty, um, her and her husband, uh, they called me into Okra and they were like, hey, uh, we got you know, a couple things and we want you to, you know, do a little bit of Walla. So I was like, yeah, sure. I actually didn't get into Funimation Funimation until October of 2017. So I had already been here for about a year before I actually made it into the Funimation building. Yeah. Uh, the way that that happened was, again, just one of those crazy things where at the time, uh, like I said, I'd been here for a year. Uh, I had reached out to Dave Trosco, who had been a director at the time, 
and I kind of just asked him, I said, listen, man, you know, I've been here for a year uh, and I just I just want to know, you know, like what advice do you have for someone like me who's trying to get into Funimation and, and, and trying to, you know, uh, make this happen? You know, I don't want to step on any toes or anything like that, but, you know, I just I wanted to see if you can give me some advice. Uh, and graciously, he responded. You know, he sent me an email back, uh, which was really awesome of him. And then <laughs> it's funny because I want to say two months later, Dave was actually casting for a show he was directing, which was uh, Anime Gataris. He was holding auditions. And the way I came about, I guess, receiving an audition was I had taken Sonny Straits class and Sonny had mentioned, hey, Dave is looking for people um, to audition for his show. So why don't you, you know, why don't you guys send him your demos, you know, your contact information and see if, you know, see if something hits. So I sent Dave my stuff, ended up uh, booking an audition. Surprisingly, I was like, oh, shoot. And, you know, went to the audition. Uh, it was funny because uh, the characters I auditioned for aren't even the characters I got cast as mm. or the character that I got cast as. I ended up auditioning, ended up getting called into a Walla session. I want to say a couple days later, did the Walla session. And before I left, Dave pulls me aside and he's like, hey, so I know you did some Walla for this, but I also decided to cast you as Aurora, who's like one of the main characters of the show, one of the main ensemble cast members. And I just remember my jaw dropping and I, <laughs> afterward, I kind of am just freaking out in my car. Uh, I called up, you know, Brittany and, and Matt, who, you know, like I said, are, are good friends of mine. Mm. And I was just like, hey guys, um, so I'm kind of freaking out right now. Some good stuff happened, but uh, I'm kind of shaking a little bit. Like, can you calm me down? <laughs> So I, I imagine it was like a, pro a prolific moment for you, right? Getting cast in your first like role and it being, you know, main ensemble cast. It must have been a big thing for you. How did you calm yourself down? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Was it, yeah. you know, your friends, they, they helped you out or was it like... They, <laughs> they did, they did. It. Uh, it, was, it was actually a pretty funny moment. Um, I, so I drove over to their house um, and I kind of, you know, like... Uh, very very quietly just mentioned what was going on you know because we're you know obviously nda so like we can't we can't just be like oh hey i, I booked that you know but uh pretty much i just kind of went to them and i'm like listen guys some really good stuff happened i can't say exactly what but let's just say i got cast in something and i i, I told them i was like all right how do you guys handle this because you know they they've been in the industry you know longer than i have they have more experience so i'm just like how how do, how do you guys handle this like how do you guys handle this news because i don't want to like you know obviously you know i want to do a good job but at the same time i'm like i don't want to you know freak out when i get there and just be like oh my gosh this is really happening <laughs> so they uh they gave me some some solid advice um and also like i said it was just it was funny because um I had told them, ah, oh, golly, I want to say it was a few months prior. I was like, hey, guys, I, I got a good feeling about this season. I, I, I think something good's going to happen. Mm. And, you know, they kind of just blew it off like, yeah, OK, whatever, Jordan. And then go figure I end up getting cast. <laughs> you proved them wrong. You proved I, I, them wrong I did. I, I did. I did. So it was it was kind of a, a fun little moment that, you know, the three of us had together. So it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs>
we're going to go for a little ad break, but afterwards, we're going to talk about some of Jordan's roles. So stick around for that, guys. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Crunchyroll. Go and check them out at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Crunchyroll for a 14-day free trial of Crunchyroll premium service that means anime without ads 1080p hd you can watch it on all your favorite devices your tvs your phones whatever even if you want to watch it on your chromecast you can as well that's amazing go and check them out 14 day free trial got the most diverse collection of anime and manga on the internet so go and check them out it's a no-brainer lads getlifepodcast.com forward slash crunchyroll thank you crunchyroll for sponsoring this episode of the podcast This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by the lovely people at Japan Crate. Japan Crate offers a unique experience of Japan through monthly crates filled with candy. And who doesn't love candy, right? Japan Crate brings you a delicious selection of snacks every month. You can check it out on our YouTube channel for $35 a month. And you can cancel anytime. But I don't know why you would want to. Learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Japan Crate. Remember, use the code GALP for $3 off on new subscriptions. So, getlifepodcast.com forward slash Japan Crate. Use the code GALP for $3 off. And if you want to check out what snacks that you get in the crates, go and check out our YouTube channels. Links will be in the description. So, go and check them out. Thank you, Japan Crate, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. We are back with Jordan. And we, I just want to talk about your roles, Jordan, because I'm looking at your website right now. And to be honest with you, there's a lot of anime that I've seen on this list. And a lot of anime yes, that I'm currently watching. Uh, just so you know, just so everyone knows here, I rarely watch dubs. I know, and it's okay. like, well, Bish, what the hell? Like, you're talking to, you know, a voice actor, <laughs> and you don't even watch dubs. What is this about? Hey, it's I just, all good, brother. I'll just be honest with you guys. It's just because sometimes I find, at least back in the day, like I've, I've kind of, I got into anime about around 2012. It's about well, almost around the same time as you, really. Um. So, I mean, my previous experience in anime before 2012 was just, like, really bad, cringy dubs from, like, the 80s and the 90s. And it was... Uh. So it's, like, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And I think recently Funimation has done some really great works. I mean, in the modern age, oh, right? Yeah. With with um, with dubbing and stuff. Like, oh, for example, absolutely. there's there's a show called... Um, Oh, I can't even remember it now. Panty and Stocking. Have you seen that show? I, I have not seen it, but I have heard many, many it's, things. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I think it has Jamie Marchi. I'm not sure, but it's it's a mm-hmm. pretty it's a pretty big Funimation show. It's it's lovely. Yes. I, I only want to watch that in the dub. And I've, we've we've covered it on the podcast. Usually we only cover the sub because it's more consistent in that sense. For that anime, we couldn't we couldn't watch it in the dub. I mean, we couldn't watch it in the sub. We had to watch it in dub because it was just that much better. So there's a lot of shows that you've been on. So I, I just want to kind of talk about that. I want to talk about the first thing that's coming to my mind is Overlord how was it okay. to be to be on overlord because for us at least, at least for me overlord is like one of my favorite shows um if i'm not mistaken you were on the third season right yes yes third season because I, I saw the clips that you were in because i i quickly before this episode watched those episodes that you're in um because you played nimble right thank you <laughs> uh, yeah i have to do my research jordan all right otherwise i'm like an idiot <laughs> Um, I really, I really enjoyed your performance. Uh, that to me was great, especially in that scene. You know, Nimble's like he's not, he doesn't truly understand what's going on. He's very shocked and whatnot. When you go in and record those things, how do you know what's going on, right? Because if I'm not mistaken, you're going into a, like a, a voice booth or whatever, and then do you have other people with you? Are the other actors there, 
or is it no. just you recording the lines and you get to see the video or whatever or how does that work yeah uh i mean pretty much we we go into the booth just one at a time um a lot of times it's just uh we're scheduled uh just ourselves uh so there won't even be any other actors it'll just be us we you know walk in directors sitting there at their desk uh engineers right beside them and they're just like hey what's going on oh i'm good oh that's great to hear hop in the booth you know <laughs> so we'll, we'll hop in the booth engineer will set us up make sure you say thank you obviously and then we've got two screens uh one of them has the lines that we're supposed to say and then the other one has the clips uh the episode you know uh on screen so we can do our best to match the uh, mouth flaps <laughs> i think a lot of people online kind of shit all over dubs and i know it's really mm -hmm. bad for me to say but when you realize the amount of work that goes into it and and saying it now when when you're saying you're going in by yourself in this booth and there's engineers around you but you don't even get to see the other person acting you know what i mean so it's like yeah. how how can you know what the other person is saying i know you have a script but still like how can you predict their tone of voice and and all of that kind of things because it's like when i saw it the final product it seemed seamless and i would have assumed that you guys were all in the same booth yeah no um it's it's crazy i mean uh i would say it's definitely a lot easier when you have uh someone else who's already recorded before you so you can actually hear the audio uh and their lines and whatnot but it's always a bit of a challenge when you're the first one and you're just in there and you're like all right so i guess i gotta set the scene i hope i you know i hope i, I hope i act well enough to where you know we don't have to redo this <laughs> Is that is that a common thing within um recordings like do you guys do a lot of re-records and stuff or sometimes we do uh i would say a lot of times uh you know I've, I've had to do a couple myself uh they're just called pickups for for me you know sometimes they'll uh they'll change like the animation in the home video release you know they'll have they'll add a flap or they'll release like you know let go of a flap so they have to change the line so it fits other times they'll change the pronunciation or they'll change just a character's name. I know for Anime Gataris, in the simul dub that we did, uh, the blonde haired girl who was played by Allison Victorin, she was named Arisu. Uh, and that's what we called her in the simul dub of the show. But when it came time for the home release, the creators of the show, I believe, changed her name to Alice. So anytime we had said Arisu in the show, we had to go back in and re-record and say Alice instead of Arisu. I understand why they did that because it seems to be like correct localization because mm -hmm. Arisu is probably how you would say Alice in Japanese, I would imagine. That just makes the most sense to me. But it, it's interesting in that case. So you would have, I'm, I'm imagining obviously with the simul dubs, you mentioned that. How long does it take in your experience for them to, you know, produce an episode of a simul dub? Like when you go in, by the time you go in, how long do you expect them after you've done your lines to get that episode ready? I mean, I would say within the week. I think, uh, again, you know, I'm, I'm not a director. I'm not a producer or anything. So I don't know like all the ins and outs or anything. But I would assume that, you know, they probably get the episode maybe a couple days, a few days before, you know, they start recording and they start doing, you know, all the mixing and all that stuff to it you know they call in the actors we we do the uh we do the show we do the episode and then you know it gets passed on you know like i said to mixing and mastering all that stuff i want to say it comes out either that week or like the week after i i know most simul dubs are two weeks behind the japanese 
the Japanese airing. So I, I, I would put it at about about a week, week and a half, you know, for, for everything to come together. I mean, it's, it's very interesting at the moment as well. It's, it's also an interesting situation where you have shows like My Hero Academia, right? With, with Funimation mm-hmm. and stuff. Because I saw recently on their Twitter that they're, they're doing at home because of this COVID-19 yeah. situation. And it's like, have you had to experience that yet? Obviously, <laughs> I'm not sure if you have or not, but... It is, it is. And it's, it's, uh, it's something new, you know. Um, I personally have not had to do it yet. I know some other people who have, and uh, like I said, you know, they said that it's, you know, it's different, but the fact that Funimation is dedicated enough to, you know, do their best to still get these dubs out there, or at least the My Hero dub for sure, you know, out to the fans and, you know, trying to find different ways, because I, I, I would assume that it's not cheap. You know, no, no, trying to get trying to get this done. Equipment out to to the actors and stuff. Exactly. Not everyone has a home studio setup, so it's Funimation is spending a lot of money. Because when I saw that tweet and they were saying, "Oh, episode eighty four of MHA is being recorded from home," and I was like, "What?" So I had to see yeah. the episode, <laughs> and obviously I don't watch MHA in um in dub but i had to watch the dub and i was like wow i couldn't tell that this was recorded at home like if it was me i would have just assumed that this was done in a studio, in the studio yeah <laughs> yeah no i mean that just you know i think that just goes to show you know the amount of work that you know the engineers and like i said the the mixers and the masters you know they just they put into making sure the show sounds good you know and uh i i, I definitely I'm very appreciative of them because I, I think that a lot of times people tend to overlook, you know, their work and they're just like, oh, you know, the actors did a good job acting, but it's like, well, sure, but these are the guys that made us sound good and made it sound, you know, bearable, <laughs> you know, um, you know, nothing's peaking, nothing's doing this, nothing's doing that. So I, I, I definitely think, you know, these guys deserve much, much more credit than, uh, than, than, you know, what, what some people give them for sure. They are kind of the unsung heroes in the mm-hmm. uh, anime dubbing industry. Speaking of the dubs that you were in and stuff, out of all of the stuff that you've done for Funimation, what would you say is your favorite to work favorite? on? favorite? Hmm, let me but, see. Like, what was your favorite role to play? My favorite role? Hmm. So I would have to say, you know, and, and you know, I know most people are always like, oh, well, you know, I love all my roles. Uh, I do enjoy all my roles, but I would have to say for my favorite one uh, so far has probably been Shota in After School Dice Club. Okay. One, I love board games. I I love, you know, playing with friends. Um, You know, I always talk about Brittany and Matt, but, you know, they'll invite us over sometimes for board game nights. You know, me... Uh, Cliff, you know, a couple of other people, you know, we'll just get together and we'll, you know, play board games. So being able to be part, like, you know, being able to have a part in a show about board games is pretty fun. But at the same time, the character himself just reminded me a lot of myself and how I act. Over the top, kind of cheesy, kind of goofy, you know, has a funny little sense of style thinks he's a little bit cooler than he really is you know like i said just kind of kind of a little bit of a dork you know very high energy so when cliff cast me as this character uh it was just like an instant instant just uh click i want to say a majority of my performance in that show was literally just me being just silly and dumb and acting like i normally act you know at our at our game nights (laughs) So it was it was a lot of fun. Shota was was quite the character. 
you can tell that you were having a lot of fun um, doing that. It's it's very interesting to me after School Dice Club because when it was originally being um, released for Simulcast, I was... Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is... Is this a story I should tell? I'll say it anyway. Hey, go ahead. (laughs) Basically, I was getting my wisdom teeth removed, or one of them getting removed, and Mm. I was in such pain, so they gave me, like, like anesthesia and stuff. So I was basically drugged up when watching it. So on my original (laughs) watch through, I was just watching it because I had nothing to do, and I was just watching it, watching it, and then I kind of forgot about the show. So by the Mm -hmm. time the anesthesia wear off, I was like, what the hell did I... What did I watch? So <laughs> I have to rewatch it because I can't remember anything from the oh, show apart from good. the first two episodes. So for me, I have to go and rewatch it like when I'm just, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll rewatch it after this. And hey, please do. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a lot of shows on here that you, you are on. You know what? My favorite role that you've you've been on. Which one? It's and I know this sounds really silly, but it's um slime. You know slime? Oh yes, yes, of course, Tamara. Yes, I know it's so oh. stupid. It's like, oh my god, it's like fish. You pick the role that he's in for like <laughs> one episode for like one scene, but that's my hey, favorite. Oh, uh, let me tell you something. There is a funny story behind that one. So I, uh, so I end up getting called in for this role, right? Uh, Clifford Chapin is the director for for Slime. Mm. Um, so he calls me in. And you know the show's the you know the, the show's just a, a silly show you know it's it's about a slime. Um, but the part that I'm in is the part where the character's actually human before he dies, which that's not a spoiler because the show is literally called Reincarnated as a Slime. So obviously he had to die. But uh, I get called in for this, and Cliff is like, "Hey man, yeah, you know uh, I called you in. You know I think." You would be a, a really good fit for this character. Uh, you know, he's just kind of chill. I just want you to use your normal voice. You know, don't use, like, don't go any, you know, don't do anything crazy or anything like that. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I, I do the character. I play the character. And Cliff, uh, after the session, which uh, this was a super fun session. Um, obviously, the material early on is kind of, you know, uh, heavy. But at the at the end, you know, when he throws the freaking computer... <laughs> That's the that's my favorite scene, the computer scene. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, that's for me when I saw that, I I could yeah. not stop laughing and it was just like that for me that moment was better in the dub than it was in the sub and I was just like oh. this is that's you know Thank you. it was amazing. Bravo. Like for oh. me what I found was really funny about it was also like the lines itself was great. And the localization of it was amazing as well. But the one thing I like about that character was just he's such a bro. Like Tamura is, is such a like if if that was me, right? Mm-hmm. That guy would be a legend in my mind. Like he's <laughs> he's like god level, right? To do oh, that yeah. for a friend, that's ride or die. Like that's that's what it is. I'm, and I'm saying <laughs> you know what that's why he's like my favorite character of slime. He was there for like one episode, but he's he's the I... best character of slime, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was funny, too, because it's like, you know, his line, you know, after he did it, he's just like, you know, uh, thank you. He's like, you know, if I ever have a son, you know, I'll name him after the hero who saved my life. And I'm just like, that's going too far. But I love it. It's so freaking funny and ridiculous. See, That's the um, best thing about it, especially because, <laughs> you know, you know, um, I forgot. I, I forgot the name of the slime in real life. What's his name? It's uh, I think it was Satoru. Or, or excuse me, Satoru, because Cliff didn't want me to hit the R like that. So, mm. <laughs> um, so 
Oh, yeah. Uh, it was... So like when he got stabbed, like obviously that's that that first couple of minutes within the episode gets really dark quite quickly. It does. It's like, I mean that, that, but the bit at the end just made it made it. It was <laughs> yeah, like it's... the icing on the cake. Like I forgot about the whole depressing bit. I just yeah. started laughing. It was amazing, and I think that's one of the reasons why I think dubs should really get <laughs> more more attention because. You can get, you can be more fun with it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, like absolutely. So it was, uh, it was funny too, cause uh, Cliff had told me after the session he was like, uh, "So I think this guy comes back," and the dude never comes back. I'm like, <laughs> Cliff, <laughs> I love you. This is hilarious. To be so... honest with you, does he need to come back? I, I don't, I don't think I, at so. this point, I don't think so. I'm like, I'm like, he did his thing. He's the legend right now. Like. That's like that's all that needs to be done, you know. Anything else will just tarnish. You exactly. don't exactly. You don't want to tarnish his reputation. Um, but speaking of that, you've also been in some other really like top level, top tier shows like mm. Doctor Stone. That yes, yes. Whoo, that's a it's a great anime. Like I haven't finished it yet, and to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. I'll be honest. I kind of dropped the show. Okay, okay. That that's fair. That's fair. I was like five episodes in. I haven't even met Titan yet. I haven't met any of most of the characters, um, yeah. but it's just like, okay, Senku and his friend and his friend's girlfriend, like I've met those characters and it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. But, and uh, freaking Tsukasa or Tsubasa or whatever his name is as well. I mean, so. I, you know what, what, what kind of put me off from the show and it's it has nothing to do with the voices or anything. It's the eyes. The, why are the eyes so far apart like that? It freaks me out. Really? Yeah. It freaks me <laughs> out and I can't handle it. <laughs> It's That's a, such an interesting, like, reason. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. It's, it's kind of like the reason why I don't like watching the original Fruits Basket. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, they, they, I, I mean, yeah, the eyes weren't that as bad in Fruits Basket. But in this anime, it just seems so weird. It's like, is this a thing? Like, I thought really? there was a mistake, but, like, in, in like, <laughs> drawing them. But then, no, it's all the characters are like that. I'm just like, yeah. why, why is this? Like... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny. I I want to say partially it's because the show's like a a bit of a comedy as well. Like, mm. I think there's, I mean, it, it does hit some like you know heavy points, but I I think a lot of it is also very comedic. Uh, a lot of the characters, especially like Chrome and Ginro, uh, which I'm assuming you haven't met yet because no, you said you, you haven't, haven't seen it. But uh, Chrome is played by uh, Matt Shipman. Hmm. And uh, Gein Rose played by Justin Briner, who both do a phenomenal job. Oh, wow. And they're like, <laughs> those characters are probably like the comedy of the show. Like, I mean, Senku's funny and there's, you know, other comedic moments. Uh, but just when Chrome and, and Ginro are on screen, like the, the faces that they make are just ridiculous and it's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, w one thing I wanted to know, especially with these shows, right? Do you get to see the final product or do you wait until, you know, the simuldub is aired? Yeah, we actually have to wait. We, uh, we, yeah, we don't, we don't see the uh, final product. They don't say like, Hey guys, you know, come and check this out before we post it. We, we go in, we record, we hope and pray that, you know, we, <laughs> we gave a good performance. Uh, and then, uh, when they air it on, uh, Funimation's website, uh, that's, that's when we see it for the first time. If we so choose to, you know, some people, I know some actors like they, they won't watch their performances. They're like, "Hey, I did it, and I'm good with. I'm good enough with that. I don't need to see what I did. I'm just happy enough I did it." Uh, me, I have to watch everything that I'm in, 
um, because for me personally, it's it's a way to uh, train myself to you know uh, go. Uh, uh, go you know go even higher with with you know my performances you know i can see this performance and say hey this was a good performance now what can i do to get better so okay see i thought it was just a reason for you to watch more anime but you know that that reason <laughs> works as well that that too yeah that too you know support anime support my friends absolutely there's one role in particular that i really want to talk about only because i'm actually kind of surprised i've never heard of this anime before it's sure. called Kochoki, right? Kochoki, yes. Yeah, whatever it's called. I, you know, my, my pronunciation is not the best. But you play um, <laughs> Sakuma Morishige, right? I do, I do. And that's a historical figure. This anime is kind of based off of the chronicles of Nobunaga. So it kind of starts with Nobunaga as a kid and then kind of works his way up until he's older and whatnot. It's, yes. it's very interesting because when I saw that, when I saw Sakuma Morishige, it kind of gave me some sort of PTSD. I don't know why. It's just... Really? Yeah, because historically <laughs> the character... Because I haven't seen this anime, but historically the character's kind of crazy. Like, and I don't oh, know... Oh, is how, he? Yeah, because he, <laughs> he... And I'm not sure if this is can be confirmed or not, but I've seen, like, old woodblock prints and I've, I've read, like, folk tales and stuff. And mm. it's like, he used to, like... It's kind of weird for me to say this because I don't want to offend you, but hey, like, all, all, all good. He used to drink the blood of his enemies. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you see him in the anime, and he's so calm and collected. Yeah, and it's just like this guy, yeah. he's a psychopath. Like what? I can imagine. Obviously, they don't want to put that in the show because it's mm. be, be a bit too graphic. But when I saw that, it kind of freaked me out. I was like, "What the hell?" So I had to go and check the show out, and I was Why like, "Why is oh, he so calm? He's so calm. Maybe there's something going on." Maybe something yeah. in the future, but... Uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, that was actually probably one of the hardest roles I've ever had to play. Why is that? Because the character, as you said, is, uh, you know, at least in the anime depiction, mm. is so calm and collected. And I'm the kind of guy where it's like, I, I'm very high energy. Like, that's just, that's just where I sit, you know, uh, energetic, youthful, and... You know, this guy's got, you know, uh, in one of the episodes, like it shows very quickly he has, you know, a family. So he's a father. Um, he's, I want to say, 30, 35, like maybe like, you know, early 30s, mid 30s, something like that. I, I, I don't know entirely. So I kind of had to put myself in a mindset of like, OK, I, I can't be high energy Jordan for this. Like I have to be very calm very low energy, very understanding, because at least that's the way that he's being depicted in the show. And on top of that, uh, I, I don't know if you could tell, but, you know, my voice is uh, a little on the higher side. Yeah. Um, so I had to kind of, you know, pitch it down, but I, I couldn't pitch it down too much to where, you know, it, it, you know, it started graveling up like this or something. Hmm. So I had, I, I had to make him kind of calm and make him very uh, just you know calming you know he, he had a calming aura about him that was just it, it was a challenge for me not 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 like a bad challenge but it was you know it was one of those challenges where i was like okay you know let me let me see if i can do this i know this, this might sound like a joke but if you knew about the the drinking blood thing would you have played him differently <laughs> uh i probably would have played him how jerry told me to play him um just because he was the director of the show mm. um so if if i would have done the crazy and he was okay with that uh, I would have been like, yeah, sure, let's just keep doing it. Okay. Um, but he, you know, uh, <laughs> which it's really funny because I want to say the first episode he's in is episode four, and he had one line. 
And at the time, I had no idea what his personality was like. Yeah. Like, zero. So, you know, one line... Doesn't tell you that, much. That, you know, Yeah, that doesn't really tell you much. You know, you're just kind of like, well, there's so many different ways I can say this. And I'm, I don't know his personality yet. So, I would say in that episode, he's probably a little, like, goofier sounding, mm. you know, than... <laughs> than in the rest of the series because I'm like, well, I, I hope that this is how we should play him. And then from there, you know, like I said, I, I think Jerry kind of wanted a bit more of like a calmer, uh, very chill voice. Mm. So that's that's what we ended up going with. Let's go for the final ad break of... To, sure. Actually, is it the final ad break? I don't think it is. How many ad breaks did we do? We did one or uh, two? Yeah, I think we've done one. Okay. So this is the second <laughs> ad break of today. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Loot Anime. Loot Anime brings you the best collectibles and gear and merch and even more from your favorite anime and manga series from past and present with a $60 value of each crate for $35 a month. And you can cancel at any time. It is a no-brainer. Learn more at getalifepodcast.com forward slash Loot Anime and use the code GALP15 for 15% off on your next crate. Go and check them out. Support the show. In addition to that, if you want to see what's in the upcoming crates, you can go and check it out on our YouTube channel. Remember, that is getalifepodcast.com forward slash loot anime. Use the code GALP15 for 15% off. Thank you, Loot Anime, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at JList. JList brings you the latest anime and otaku goods from Japan directly. Well, that's anime, manga, cosplay, import game, visual novels. JList has got you covered. Learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash JList. And remember to use our link and the code GALP for 5% off on all purchases on JList. That's including pre-orders. Remember, getlifepodcast.com forward slash JList. Thank you very much, JList for sponsoring this episode of the podcast anyway we're back and i really want to talk about some other stuff like i want to ask you a very serious sure. question if sure. you could if you could voice in any anime any anime. right any anime that's already existing right mm -hmm. so let's say you're like oh i, I want to do a voice in blah 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 if you had the opportunity, which anime could would you want to voice in? Would I want to voice in? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let me let me think about that just for a second, because uh, there's there's actually a couple. You can say all of them. I don't mind. Well, uh, thank you for the opportunity. It's all right. I probably starting off with like you know a bit something that's a bit older. This was actually a show I watched as a kid that I didn't realize was anime because I I didn't know like what anime was. But I would say Metabots. Okay, never heard of that. Yeah, it's uh it's a show that uh, obviously it's an anime. Uh, and it's like uh these kids have like robots that, that they'll row battle and they'll, you know, it's kind of like a little comedy uh, fighting as well. You know, they'll, like I said, it's it's like little robot battles. And uh, that to me was a show that I just absolutely adored as a kid. I, I collected the, the VHSs. Hmm. Um, I would watch that show just nonstop. So I would say probably that one. And then uh, Clanid or Clanad, I'm, I'm not sure really? how it's pronounced. Okay, that's interesting. Dude, I love that show, man. I I watched it. Um, it was one of the first shows, I want to say, I 
I watched uh, after being introduced to my friend, or, or after being introduced by my friend, you know, to anime. The performances were just top notch. The story was just absolutely beautiful. To me, it was it was very touching. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where I was just like, man, I didn't know anime could get this deep. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, I haven't seen Clanad yet. Like, I know a lot of people love it, but once again, it's the eyes. I can't, the eyes are stopping yeah. me from watching the show. <laughs> I, I, hey, no, I understand, I understand. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a good one though. If, if you ever do go around to, uh, to watching it, I, I definitely would. And then, uh, of course, I mean, hence another key anime, uh, Angel Beats, man, you oh, know. That's, a, that's another one I haven't seen. Oh, of the you eyes. got to. I'm sorry. Oh man, no, you, no, that one, that one, uh, that one. I, I will say, like, you, you should 100% watch it because it is. It's got everything, man. It has got comedy that has got you just rolling on the floor laughing. Uh, it has got just moments where you know your heart is feels like it's just like, you know, like, like, like ripping the heart out of your chest. And you know, on top of that, you know, it's it, it's cool to see. You know, uh, I, I want to say I watched it, ah, man, back in like 2011, okay, something like that, 2012. So I was, you know, 21, 22 at the time, you know, fresh out of college. It's one of those things where it kind of, you know, it kind of hits you. You know, you, you see these high school kids and obviously I'm not going to spoil it for you because you haven't seen it yet. But, you know, uh, you, you feel for them. You feel for them. And any other shows that you would be interested in voicing in? Because these are man. a lot of like older shows from what I've noticed. Like, yeah. You know. uh, oh, man. Uh, school Rumble. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Dude. School I, Rumble. <laughs> if I like... Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm act like a little bit of a fanboy. You know, it's all good. I adore School Rumble. That is by far my favorite comedy, anime-wise, oh, like man. of all time. It is it is so enjoyable. The characters are written beautifully. The voice actors did such a phenomenal job. Um, everything about that show to me was just a solid A plus. Mm. 100% man. You know, School Rumble is the only reason that I bought a Funimation subscription. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, before before that, to be honest with you, because Crunchyroll and Funimation shared a lot of the shows. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't really see the need to get, you know, another anime subscription. And then I, my friend was like, dude, watch School Rumble. And I was like, nah, do a show, really? And then I gave it a try. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm you're like, subscribe. this is the greatest thing. It's so <laughs> good, man. This is the man. greatest thing ever. It, it doesn't um, take yeah. itself seriously, but it's just so, oh man, I love exactly. it. Especially the dub. It's just, oh, fantastic. It's it's one of those anime that I'd say, watch it in the dub. It's a lot better. Like, oh, oh absolutely. it's so good. I mean, Brand Brandon Potter as Harima was just, oh my gosh, so good. Such a stellar performance from him. You know, the one thing that I'm upset about School Rumble is that there is no true third season. They were, yeah. they were making one, from what I heard, but I don't know what happened to that. Uh, instead, it was like an, a third season type OVA, and I was just like... Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was like two OVAs for the quote-unquote third season, uh, which kind of kind of left a it left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth because it's like being a fan of the series, I was like, man, this is, like, this is how you guys are going to end it? Really? Like... See there's so much more you could do. The thing is, I don't think they planned to end it like that. I think they were planning for a full season. It's very difficult to say because someone told me, right? The studio, I don't think the studio exists anymore. It's Studio Comet. But someone told me that the, the person that suggested it was like, oh, the, the reason that they canceled it, uh, the, the reason that there is no third season is because they canceled it because people were pirating the show. Yeah. And I was like, if that's the real reason, then that's very bad. I mean, back then, 
it's yeah. like you can't recover from that like if people are making copies on like vhs tapes you can't you can't recover from that but yeah nevertheless i think that show was fantastic i mean the scripts were amazing for it the jokes just landed one after another it was just so good who's your favorite character by the way my favorite character uh it's actually a rare one um my favorite character was probably yoshida yama who was the one of the uh lackeys who then became like the main like quote unquote bully. And he was like that little short kid with like the 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 yellow high top fade. And he, you know, he partnered with uh the the big guy and uh who got stuck in the locker and then uh I think Nara or something as well. I thought Mike did a hysterical job as Yoshida Yama. Plus on top of that, I thought the high top fade was hilarious. So I was like, okay, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm down with this. So that was probably my favorite male character. My favorite female character was absolutely 100% Yakumo. Yeah, it really was. I loved Yakumo. All so right. She was she was probably, and you know, like I'm, a, I'm a sound a bit like a fan here, but uh, she was probably like my first quote unquote waifu. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, I, I, Yakumo. Okay, fine. I personally, I prefer as a character. I think Tenma is hilarious. Oh, she's so great. Tenma's like my favorite female character, or either Tenma or, uh, you know what? Either Tenma or um, the wrestling girl. You know what I'm talking about? I think her name is Karen. Was it Karen or was it Lala? Or, or it was the one with the green hair, right? Mm, yes. Karen. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's Karen. Yeah. She's Karen she's, was great too. I love Karen. She's just great. I just the way she comes out of nowhere the one character i hate though was the exchange student i didn't like her okay which one the the blonde hair or the uh oh oh the other one uh i know who you're talking about was it like lola or lala yeah she was like a martial artist or something but i didn't like her man she just came out of nowhere and just started beating everybody up yeah i just i thought you know it, it just felt a bit out of place to me but the, the rest of the characters are great like even like harima and like karasuma and all the all the characters are just too funny in the show oh like hinai is another like just classic i love the rivalry that hinai and uh harima had he kind of reminds me of the the guy from mha you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know who you're talking about uh freaking uh, uh tatum's character uh ida i yeah yeah ida he he reminds um, me of ida so much but i think it's because the glasses <laughs> it's just it is it is. I mean, like I said, School Rumble, absolutely. Um, golly, what else? There's a couple. I've I've always been a bit of a fan of sports animes. Oh, okay. Well, first off, before I get to the sports, uh, Kids Neighbor is another one I would have liked, uh, just because I really like the theme song. Oh, the theme song's great. That's the only thing that's good about that anime. Yeah, I was I was like, I love this theme song, so I would want to be part of it just for the theme song. For sports animes, I would have I would love to be in um the, now these two aren't dubbed, but if they ever did, I, I would absolutely adore the opportunity to be in it. Um but it's uh Yo Yoamushi Pedal and Ace of the Diamond. So Ace of the Diamond is a baseball and Yoamushi Pedal is the uh the biking one. Okay, I've never heard of these before. That sounds why those in particular? Just the character development, just the fact that it's silly it's it's goofy it's all about you know teamwork with yoamushi pedal uh it, it's funny well actually with both of these i'll be honest they went on a lot longer than what i thought you know they were going to go for like i thought maybe it would be you know 13 24 episodes you know something like that but i mean these shows have like i want to say at least 100 episodes each 
Oh, wow. That's a lifetime. It is. And, and you know, the thing with shows that are that long is it gives you a chance to see these characters grow. It gives you a chance to see these characters, like, get better, train. You see just character relationships build. Maybe there's a character early on that you hated that, you know, you get to see their story and you're like, you know what? They're not so bad. So I would definitely say, like, these two shows are just, they're just a joy to watch. You know, it's, it's those shows where you're like, man, I can't stop watching this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm answering the question, but you brought up you brought up um, sports anime. But for me, if I was to voice, a, I'm not a voice actor, but if I was to voice a character in anime, it would be a character in Free. Free, okay, like Iwatoi Swim Club. Yeah, man, nice. I, I love that. But the only reason I would do it is because the the sub has the worst Australian accents. What is oh, what is with that? Like, obviously, yeah, the dub doesn't have that I, issue, obviously, because they I I don't know if they got actual Australians, but it sounds more Australian than the sub. And it's just like, it was so bad. It was so bad. And I was just like, I want to say I watched that show and uh, I did watch it in the sub um, on Crunchyroll uh, back when, you know, back when it like first came out. And yeah, I, th I think I know the part that you're talking about because I, I kind of was a little bit like, ooh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. It, it just sounded a bit off. I was just like, what? It, it, it kind of raises a good point as well because I don't know if they got Americans to do Australian voices or if they got Australians to do that. But I wanted to know for you, the voices that you can do, right? Is it just an issue of pitch and like energy or could you do other accents? Yeah, for me personally, I've, uh, I've only ever really done like pitch changes and like, you know, tone changes. I haven't really had to do any accents. I'll be honest with you, I'm not like the best when it comes to accents, uh, that's just, you know, there's some people that are just absolutely phenomenal at it. For me, I'm all about the cartoony. I'm all about the silly, the goofy, you know. So, I mean, I, I could, I can do like, you know, like a Spanish accent because I, you know, myself, I'm Spanish. Well, you know, Puerto Rican, uh, Latino. Yeah, for me, for me personally, it's, it's mainly uh, just pitch changes, which I want to say in English dubs, like we don't really have many times that we have to use like actual accents unless like the character specifically calls for it. Like I know with Black Butler, you know, everyone there has like a British accent. Okay. I want to say there's like a couple other shows where an accent for the character works because, you know, they're foreign or they're from, you know, England or America. But for us, yeah, we, I want to say most shows are just accent free. I mean, when they're dubbing in Japanese, right? Some characters will have like little quirks in which they might speak with a Kansai accent because they're from, you know, that region in Japan. So they kind of sound like a farmer, right? So obviously when it comes to the dub, they kind of give them like a, like a Southern. Country, yeah. Yeah, they give them that. <laughs> One thing that I want to talk about before we end, you mentioned your start in anime and, and the shows that you started with. What would you say is your favorite anime? My, my favorite. Of all time. Like. Of, of all time, like, all time. I'm, I'm in it or I'm not in it. In it or not in it, your favorite anime okay. that you've seen. That I have seen. All right. Give me give me just one second because there's I, I got a, I got a couple a couple going through my mind that I'm like, is that my favorite? Fair enough. I mean, you, we can have a little bit of discussion and then decide. I, that discussion, yeah, I, I feel like comedy wise, School Rumble by far. School Rumble, like 100%. Um, for, uh, more dramatic, more, uh, you know, uh, whatnot, I want to say Angel Beats, I want to say, I mean, Clanet and Angel Beats are, are, are both pretty up there. Also, Paranoia Agent is pretty, pretty wild, so... 
but uh, uh you know what let's go with angel beats let's go with angel beats okay fine fair enough so then i'll i'll go and watch angel beats and i will tell you we probably will do an episode of it we'll review it and we will uh probably just tarnish the reputation of that anime just because hey, like it. It. <laughs> <laughs> all good all good no, i'm only joking another question that i have and this is a, a very serious question so please take it seriously and i'm not joking here what is your favorite meal my favorite meal your favorite meal because you you live in texas right and i heard i do i do texan food is like on another level like barbecue and brisket and yeah all that kind of stuff is amazing here's the funny thing about it and i know you said it's a serious question i i was not born in texas so therefore i do not have a texas uh palate so for me um, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, Chinese food. I, I love like General Tso's chicken, but I, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the junk food, you know, pizza, burgers, you know, stuff like that. I, I enjoy, um, all right. What kind of pizza are we talking about? Well, it's funny. You should mention, I, uh, am a big fan of pepperoni pineapple and a lot of people hate me because they, they pepperoni and pineapple. Yes. Yes. We, uh, we put pineapple on pizza. I don't mind pineapple on pizza, but pepperoni and pine... So there's no other toppings but pepperoni and pineapple? Pepperoni, pineapple. Sometimes if I'm feeling crazy, I'll put like black olives on there. Um, See, that's, that's an odd combination, but okay. <laughs> I'm an odd person. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, um, would you go into... Because I know you guys have a, a pizza chain that's apparently very good. It's called Home Slice. You know it? I've, I've never had it. I have never had home slice. I, I was listening to the Rooster Teeth guys talking about it, and I was like, you know what? They opened one in London. I went to it. It's amazing. You should go and try it because obviously okay. they've got them in um, in um, in different places in Texas. But go and try it and ask for uh, some uh, pepperoni and pineapple. <laughs> I don't pepperoni know why that's pineapple. funny. It's just it's. I'm pepperoni sorry. Pepperoni pineapple, man. It's, it's, it's hey, a weird it's combination. It's, I mean, it's even weirder that I got double pineapple. So I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm not one of those purists that's like no you can't have pineapple on pizza but pepperoni mm. and pineapple it just it doesn't add up to me. <laughs> it's all good. It doesn't have to. It just has to taste good. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I'll try that next time. I call up Domino's, not sponsored. Next time I call them up, I will ask for pepperoni and pineapple, and we'll see how that pepperoni, goes. Pepperoni pineapple. So hopefully you enjoy it. If not, hey, that's 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 all good. <laughs> so other than that. You know, Chinese food and then pizza. You were saying other things as well, so I, I kind of cut you off. Oh, it's all good. Um, you know, I uh, I lived with my grandparents for about 25 years. Um, so my grandma was just phenomenal cook. Um, and I, I love her home-cooked meals. She would cook a lot of uh, Spanish um, dishes, uh, a lot of, you know, uh, rice with, with, you know, beans. And, uh, you know, she would cook uh, something called a bistec. And she would co- uh, cook uh, like a platanos, which is just, you know, plantains, but, you know, they're fried. Uh, so, so just a lot of that, a lot of that home cooked Spanish meals, um, those uh, those always hit the spot. So whenever I visit home, you know, she's always the first one like, hey, you know, what, what, what can I cook for you? You know, what can uh, like like what do you want? You're visiting like let's you know, let me uh, let me make you something. And she's like, what do you want? So I'll be like. Hey, give me that rice, beans, and beef steak, please. And she's just like, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, it it's it's incredible. So that's that's definitely one of the things I miss as well. Is just grandma's home cooking. You, you can't you can't beat grandma's 
uh, home cooking. I mean, it's exactly. it's the same with everyone, even for me. Oh, what else was I going to ask? Because there's there's some weird and quirky questions that we tend to ask voice actors. Sure, sure. Um, and I'm trying to remember because there was one episode that we did uh, with KG Tank, um, and for the first ten minutes, we were just talking about braces and stuff, which was kind of weird. Because at the time, I did have braces, so I don't have braces anymore, so we can't talk about braces. Oh, I have a question for you. Sure. Shoot. I don't know. It just doesn't want to come out. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Jordan, you think of a question. Think of a question. Think of a question uh, for, my, for me. Uh, for myself. Oh, for you. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll try that. We'll we'll flip it around until I well, can figure okay, out. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, this is this is a classic one. You know, it's from one of my favorite uh, uh, Saturday Night Live skits. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? Now, what kind of hot dog are we talking about? Just any kind that you want. You know, if you want, you know, mustard, relish on yourself, ketchup, onions. Dirty water New York hot dog. Or oh. Like a Costco hot dog. Or like what kind of hot dog am I? Uh, I mean, just the, the the best kind, the kind that you that you would eat. Okay, so okay. Um, I really like really bad hot dogs. So like, yeah, Costco like one dollar fifty hot dog. That's yeah. I would definitely eat myself. 100%, okay. Hundred. Good. Good answer. Good answer. So, I uh, I probably would eat myself too. Speaking of hot dogs. Sure. What do you, what condiments do you put on the hot dog? On the hot dog. Uh, wow. Uh, well, I mean, I I like all the toppings, so I'll put ketchup, mustard, relish. You know, maybe even a couple like you know diced onions. Um, I uh, I won't put chili on a hot dog with all those condiments though. If I get a chili dog, it is chili and cheese so i won't i won't go crazy with that because i feel like that would just mess up your stomach but uh if we're going just plain dogs um yeah i i like most of you know the the normal toppings on on a hot dog okay so see for me i know this might sound weird but mayonnaise yes or no I I'm not the biggest fan of mayonnaise. Really? Uh, I, I'll I'll eat it, but like I'm not like huge, huge. You huge. live in the land of mayonnaise. I do. And America and... is mostly mayonnaise. That's what I heard. <laughs> it is, and uh, I mean, like I said, I mean every every once in a while I will. Um, you know, I'll put mayonnaise. Sometimes I'm like, uh, like I said, I'm I'm from Florida, and we have a, a grocery store there called Publix, and uh, they have the best uh, deli sandwiches. Uh, so sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling crazy, I'll order one and I'll put a little bit of mayonnaise on it. So by the way, like now, yeah, now speaking of Publix, like I really want a deli sandwich. <laughs> but you, the thing is you live in Texas. There's a lot of deli I, meats in Texas. I do, but there's, there's no Publix in Texas. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's better than a grocery store, like a grocery store deli. You, uh, woo, you'd be surprised brother. Like. If you ever visit Florida, ever, and like go to a Publix and order one of their deli sandwiches, and I'm I'm telling you, your your mind will explode. So what would like, I put on that sandwich? Anything, like the you know they've got the meat you know prepared for it, like you know so you can say, hey, I, you know I want a I want an Italian, I want an ultimate, I want you know this kind of meat, this kind of meat, whatever. Can I ask uh, for pineapple in my sandwich? With possibly possibly uh, 
I don't think they have those as a topping, but, you know, they, they might be able to, like, special make well, it for you. It's, it's a grocery store, so I could get the pineapple myself and just buy a you can could. of pineapple and just dump it on the sandwich. I mean, you there could, should be an issue with that. But would I get arrested? <laughs> could, That's the question. No, I, I mean, I'm sure, uh, I mean, I've asked for, you know, stuff on my sandwich before that they didn't have, and they just, you know, took it off the shelf, they scanned it out, and they put it on my sandwich. So. Okay. What's what's the weirdest sandwich that you've had? The weirdest sandwich. The weirdest uh, sandwich that you you just hmm. feel ashamed making. Ashamed. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Like this is a completely wrong idea, but I, I'm hungry and I need to eat. I uh, I want to say as a kid, I got this idea because you know you see it in cartoons all the time where they stack like a massive sandwich. Oh yeah. Like uh, the Scooby Doo sandwich. Yeah, and I want to say I put like. I don't even know. It was like five pieces of bread all together. It was like a triple quadra decker or something. And I I put like all the toppings you would put on a sandwich. So like ham, cheese, I think pepperoni or not pepperoni, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh peanut butter, jelly, um yeah, uh I don't know if I put like ketchup and mustard on there. Um but like it, it was just it was a, a, a maybe maybe banana i might have put banana in there too um but it was just a bunch of toppings all together and i was like this was a really stupid idea <laughs> i can't remember that's the thing i remember taking a bite but i can't remember if i actually finished you, the sandwich you blacked out after that point <laughs> yeah <was> no. <laughs> You wanted to forget. Your mind made you forget about yeah, that Yeah, it was like, oh, man, what, what did I do? What have I done? I'm trying to think about the worst sandwich that I've had, actually. Oh, you know what it was? I went to Subway. It, okay. wasn't, it wasn't a sandwich that I made, but I went to Subway, and in January, they had this thing called Veganuary, like for vegans and stuff, and mm -hmm. they kind of, like, you can go into a KFC in London and get a, um, for example, you can go into a KFC and get a, like, a chicken sandwich without okay. chicken. It's like vegan chicken, which is really weird. I don't know why KFC are doing that. But that's besides the point. So I went to Subway. I got like a, a meatball marinara, vegan. And it was like, it didn't taste of anything. It, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like cardboard dipped in <laughs> marinara sauce. Probably. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't the best sandwich. It wasn't the best sandwich. Now I'm trying to think oh, about... Man. Hmm, 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 hmm. But that I never really made a bad sandwich. I don't want to be that guy and be like, all the sandwiches that I make are great. But you yeah. know what the secret is? What? Tell mayonnaise. Me. Really? Mayonnaise. It's 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 the secret to any sandwich. That and and vanilla, vanilla pots. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so interesting. When I make a sandwich, like so, I'll make like a chicken salad sandwich or like a tuna salad sandwich, like with tuna and mayonnaise and like different vegetables, like carrots and like lettuce and all that kind of stuff. And then I add a little bit of like Tabasco. Okay. A like maybe a whole jar of mayonnaise. I know it sounds really bad, but I'm Ooh. I'm making for like not just myself. Like I'm not I'm not a greedy pig. But <laughs> I'm making for like a whole family. So I'll, I'll you know those like massive Costco sized jars of mayonnaise. I do. So you just like dump that all in, put a little oh, bit of mustard, a little bit of wasabi, and then a little bit of vanilla. Either okay. That, it kind of freshens I, it up. It kind of clears the palate a little bit. I, I can respect that. I can respect that. I, I mean, I'd be willing to try it. You know, I, uh, I'm i one of those people where, I'll, you know, I'll try something. Absolutely. You know, I, I can't promise I'll like it, but I'll try it. 
Well, I mean, coming from the person that eats pepperoni and, and pineapple, it oh, yeah. should be uh, a no-brainer. The Although, at the same time, <laughs> a lot of people eat fruits with um, with meats. It kind of makes sense. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll allow the pepperoni and, and pineapple. Thank you, I'll sir. I appreciate it. You don't need to call me <laughs> sir. Make me feel old. I'm younger than you. <laughs> really? Yeah. How old do you think yeah. I am? That's a good question. I would say you you probably you sound like you're about 28, 28, oh, okay. 29. Cool. Good. Good. Well, I'm actually 25. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The funny thing is the other day I was in the supermarket and some guy was like was just talking to me. I never I don't know who this guy was. And then he was like, "Oh, thank you, sir. This and blah blah blah." And then he was like, "Oh, how's your wife and kids?" I was like, well, "How old do you think I am, wife and kids?" And the guy without fail just was like, "I think you're like 37." I was like, "What?" But that's because I, I have gray hair. Excuse and, me, sir? What? <laughs> excuse? How dare you? It, it was just, no. I mean, I really need to get that gray hair sorted out. Nah, it's all good. So, oh, yeah. Dude, a lot of a lot of people always think I'm uh, I'm way younger, too. They're yeah, like, I saw I saw your picture, and you look like you get ID'd for, like, a, a can of Red Bull. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember one time, I want to say I was, like, 2021, 20, and, uh freaking uh GameStop of all places ID'd me to make sure I was old enough to buy an M-rated game mm. and I'm just like come on really <laughs> you're like come on man yeah so but yeah, man. I mean awful. that's never happened to me um but you know it is how it is I would rather be ID'd for you know a mature game than <laughs> basically have someone think I'm 40 it's fine yeah. it's alright it's alright <laughs> Uh, the, the final thing I want to ask is this, and we're going to end the episode after this question. Where do you see yourself in the future? In the future? In terms of your um, work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I started uh, doing some on-camera work as well uh, here in Texas. Uh, I signed with my agent, I want to say, a little bit over a year ago. Um, you know, have been doing stuff for Funimation, have been... Uh, you know, doing, you know, a couple little video games and stuff here too, here and there. Um, so I would say for me, you know, a lot of people are always like, well, you know, LA is the dream. Uh, and if, if, if that was to happen, you know, uh, like the opportunity to go out there and I felt like it was right. Sure. Why not? Uh, but for right now, uh, I see myself staying in Texas, um, doing my best to get as much work as I can, you know, being a, a respectful, you know, uh, employee, coworker, friend, um, you know, being someone that, that can be relied upon that, you know, directors can look at and say, Hey, you know, like this person is really cool. They're, you know, very talented. And, you know, I, I, you know, yeah, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with them, you know, as far as, uh, the casting in this show. Um, but also I, uh, I'm very interested in, uh, you know, maybe one day uh, doing a little bit of directing myself. Okay. You know, I think that it's a really cool opportunity to bring a lot of talented individuals together and, you know, create something that, you know, the fans and friends and colleagues and coworkers, you know, you name it, uh, can watch, uh, can enjoy. Um, you know, maybe they'll hop on Twitter or hop on somewhere and, and, and shoot you a message and say, hey, you know, I just watched this show. You know, it was so great. Everyone did such a good job. 
Um, or, hey, you know, I just watched this show and it, it really uh, inspired me to pursue acting or it inspired me to do this or, you know, it helped me through a difficult time. I think it would be really cool to, to just get a lot of people together to do that. Mm. Plus, on top of that, it's always really cool to see, you know, what other actors bring to the table and, and being able to just kind of guide them, you know, uh, to, you know, uh, getting like just a, a really, really solid, solid performance from them and just working together as a team. It's kind of like that whole team game, you know. Uh, I love just working as a team to to really to really create something beautiful you know what i mean yeah i i do know what you mean i think that's very poetic as well so that very nicely said very nicely thank you, said. Thank you. um so just to end this episode off thank you very much jordan for coming on i really do appreciate it hey, hey, thank you for having I me i think i think we really hear off it was kind of like speaking to a friend i really enjoyed that <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I, I really do. You know, I always try to uh, I always try to be that guy that's just like, hey, you know, don't mind me. Like, I'm just a regular guy like you. Like, let's talk about just silly stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it makes for a good episode. I also want to thank Ben. Is If Ben yes. is there, I don't know if he's there, but he, thank uh, you, Ben. He's in his room. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you very much to Ben, because if it wasn't for Ben, we had a, a little bit of technical difficulties at the beginning yes. of, the, of the episode. So if it wasn't for Ben, this wouldn't exist. So thank you, Ben. <laughs> thank um, you, Ben. <laughs> thank you, Ben. And big thanks to our sponsors, Japan Crate Crunchyroll and Jalus. So go and check them out in the description below. And where could they find you, Jordan? They can find me. Uh, I mean, I've got a Facebook that I don't really use. Uh, but they can find me on Twitter at uh, at dash cruise VA. That's D A S H C R U Z V A. Mm. Uh, it's the same handle on Instagram. Uh, I'll hop on there every once in a while. Uh, and then uh, I would say that uh, my website, you know, www.jdcvoices.com. Uh, I've got a little section on there, too, in case anybody ever wants to, you know, shoot a question or have an email. Or, like I said, you, you can just go on Twitter and, and do that because I'm on Twitter the most. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, speaking of Twitter, I just logged into Twitter now and I'm on your Twitter page. And guess what is the first tweet that hits me in the face? Which one? Oh, the pineapple. The, yep. Oh, absolutely. Da darn straight. It's gone full darn, circle and that circle is a really, pizza. It really has, and the best part about it is uh, there's some actors that I had no idea enjoyed pineapple on pizza, and in the comments, I am now seeing that they do, so I just feel closer to them you automatically. feel more connected. I do. Pizza. Where was that <laughs> exactly. pizza from? I'm really curious. Okay. Sadly, it was from Domino's, but that's only because there was mean, a... What do you mean, I mean sadly? I, I, I feel like there's a couple other pizza places that are better, but... Domino's had a special, so I was like, "Yeah, let me go with Domino's." I, I feel like Domino's is like, I feel like Domino's is like middle of the pack for pizza. Seven ninety nine so. though, that's a very cheap pizza. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They had a special, so I was like, "Well, I have to take advantage." Like a pe <laughs> like here, that that kind of pizza would cost me like twenty pounds. That's, oh, wow. that's like like what thirty bucks for for <laughs> wow. a pizza. But okay, oh, goodness. fair enough. That being said. 
we'll see you guys next time hopefully the next episode will be oremo if there is other people that you want us to interview because this is a new thing for uh for kunai i almost said a different podcast name there um <laughs> if you want us to get in other people other voice actors other funimation actors as well because you know what we love funimation so if you Aww. guys want any other suggestions for people tell us on twitter at get a life podcast and we'll try our best to bring them on we can't guarantee anything because these are very busy people but we'll try our best and we will see you guys later all right take care bye